Hey, 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 it's the Godfather Minute with me, Alex Robinson. And with me, Andy Robinson. And today we're talking about Minute 170. 170. Alex, repeat after me. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. Cento setanta. Ooh, cento setanta. You got it. All right. You said it with your little Barcelona trill there. Should I, should I have not done that? That's, I understood you. Cento setanta. Seitanta. That's it. Okay. I did Seitanta. Yeah. But it's Seitanta. Uh-huh. You got it. Uh, so minute 170. 170, Alex. Oh, the Godfather. It's moving day at the Corleone compound. As uniformed men load the family's belongings onto moving trucks. Their work is interrupted by the arrival of the hysterical widow Rizzi. She tearfully accuses Mikey of killing Carlo without considering her feelings about mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go right to the elephant in the room. Is Connie right? Mm, you mean is she correct in that Michael had him killed? Or is she right to be upset? <laughs> um, first of all, don't ask me about my business. And second <laughs> of all, is she right to should Mikey have said, Hey, listen, is already if you we're we're planning on killing Carlo. You know, is that okay with you? I, I'm sorry, Alex. I don't understand your question. Is should Can they you rephrase should it, they please? have cleared it with Connie first? Should oh should before Michael they, have cleared yeah, it with before Connie? they killed Connie? Should they have said, "Listen, we think she he killed Sonny, and we think he's involved oh. in Sonny's death," and so you know, because she's like, "You didn't even think about me." Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man. Well, so if they I treated mean, her with the respect of like checking with her and being like, "Okay, are you okay with this?" You know, a if she had got if would she have gone along with it, and b um, would she then have not been? Or this, so this is this is let's role play it, Alex. Okay. This is how I think it'll go down. So I'm Mikey, and you're Connie. Okay, Connie, you're my sister, and I and I love you. I have an important question for you. What's that, Mikey? I could, and I have a few questions. First, can I ever lose you? You can never lose your family, Mikey. <laughs> Even you. in Sicilian. Thank you. That's that's you know that's my only question. Thank it's you. Like Cop used to say, "Have other people underestimate your friends, but not <laughs> overestimate." Something like that. Connie, do you need money? <laughs> I smudged the ink on my divorce. <laughs> I gotta get this another like, one. This is like the life and times of Connie Corleone. <laughs> like they Connie Corleone. This is your life. <laughs> they bring in all these different people. They bring in Merle, Car, the ghost of Carlo. <laughs> all right, so we're back in the role play. Connie, I believe your husband, Mister Carlo Rizzi, had had your brother Santino set up and subsequently murdered. And I'm asking your permission. Oh, Mike. <laughs> oh, Michael. I, I'm asking your input now. I'm still going to make my own decision, but how do you feel about us killing him? You still don't get it, do you? I killed Sonny. No. I killed Sonny all along because I got stepped over. <laughs> it would be so funny to hear Connie deliver that same Fredo dialogue, but oh. in her voice. <laughs> <laughs> you know? 
Because um, they're siblings, so they would have similar inflection yeah. in their voices. It, it just, it makes, because obviously when you watch GF3, as one does, you can see that Connie in that one is much more of like a power. Mm-hmm. She's almost like the Michael Corleone of that, like the power, you know, scheming and, and, mm-hmm. and so. Lady Macbeth. Exactly, exactly. So it makes me wonder if, like, would she have gone along with it? Like, mm. Like, or yeah. was that, or was it this that made her hardened and like, you know what? The only thing people respect is power. I don't think she would have gone along with it. You don't she, think so? Especially in the book, Connie's very sensitive. She's, she loves, absolutely loves Carlo, even though he treats her like trash. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think she would have gone along with it. Okay. So it's best that Mikey did not ask her. So you think that's what Mikey should have said? Like you wouldn't have gone along with it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think she would have? It's hard. She to didn't s- believe that he set up Santino, so there's no justification in Connie's mind that he should yeah. be killed. Yeah, I guess so. If if she really doesn't believe that he had set, hoped to have Santino killed. Yeah. Um. I I like how Kay is trying to comfort Connie in this scene. Yeah. And she, she she could have added, oh, Connie, at least now you won't have to clean it out. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it, the scene starts with her. She's So we don't know how she found out. Like no. It starts with her reacting to she's in the car with Mama. And uh, and so did Mama tell her? Did, did it did it, you know? Yeah, that's a good question. Can I read from the book? Because there's mm, there's sorry, a sorry, I'm afraid there isn't time. There's a bit in the book that takes place right before the scene, mm-hmm. and I meant to start with it because it fills in some gaps. Okay, go ahead, fill in those gaps. Here we go. Page four thirty three. Puzo writes, "The victory of the Corleone family was complete oh, during okay. that same twenty four hour period. Clemenza and Lampone." turned loose their regimes and punished the infiltrators of the Corleone domains. Neri was sent to take command of the Tessio regime. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Barzini bookmakers were put out of business. Two Barzini high- bookmakers are put Barzini out of business. bookmakers go bust. <laughs> extra, extra. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two of the highest-ranking Barzini enforcers were shot to death as they were peaceably picking their teeth over dinner in an Italian restaurant on Mulberry Street. Oh, how's the uh, veal in that Italian restaurant? <laughs> uh, it's, they'll never know. Hmm. I don't think it's the best in the city. Hmm. A notorious fixer of trotting races was also killed as he returned home from a winning night at the track. Two of the biggest Shylocks on the waterfront disappeared to be found months later in the New Jersey swamps. Mm. With this one savage attack, Michael Corleone made his reputation and restored the Corleone family to its primary place in the New York families. Oh, happy ending. Mm -hmm. He was respected not only for his tactical brilliance, but because some of the most important capo regimes in both the Barzini and Tatalia families immediately went over to his side. Mm. Ah, that's interesting. It's a big... uh, There are power vacuums, and so... Folks are trading sides. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. People are people are pragmatic. They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll once they see what the story is. You yeah, know. yeah. And and Michael learned to from Pop to think like those around him. They're all businessmen. 
Finally, Puzo writes, it would have been a perfect triumph for Michael Corleone, except for an exhibition of hysteria by his sister, Connie. Mm. Uh, So she had flown home with her mother. The children left in Vegas. She had restrained her widow's grief until the limousine pulled into the mall. Yeah, so so Puzo doesn't write how she learns of Carlo's death. Right. Um, What do you think? Well, uh, um, I just started reading a novel of my own. Mm-hmm. That's not my novel. I own it, but I didn't write it. Uh, called The Godfather's Revenge. Hmm. Okay. And um, it is a uh, authorized like uh, story. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and it takes place in the first part. Takes place right immediately after the ending of GF one, and goes up until the beginning of GF two. Hmm, okay. And uh, so one thing that's really fascinating about it is you get you get a lot more information about the immediate immediate fallout of the the Mikey's uh, plan mm-hmm. and uh, something I so thought, this was, this is a book right this is a yeah novel and not yeah. written by Puzo not written by Puzo okay. but 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 authorized by uh, you know Paramount or whoever mm-hmm. um, so uh, well they were coming from the Star Wars universe uh, one of the things we always get into discussions about is whether something is canon or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like whether it counts. Official <laughs> so do you consider a non, do you consider Paramount authorized a sequel? Is that canon? Oh gosh. Like, do you consider the events of the Godfather's revenge to really have happened to the characters? I, mean, I don't know enough about it. Right. And I mean, legally, if they own the patents and all uh-huh. that stuff, does that make it official canon? I guess I don't. I want to know more about precedent. Uh, I don't know. Precedent Corleone. <laughs> it could have been precedent Corleone. It could have been precedent Governor Corleone. Well, you would have to go before a judge to show cause. I'm sure. At the, Woo, very, at the very least, yeah. you'd have to do that. But, uh, but so anyway, we'll we'll set aside the canon discussion for now. But so one of the things they talk about is how Carlo's death was handled. Mm-hmm. And I remember you and I were saying, like, do you think they just left his body somewhere? Did they hide him so they would never mm-hmm. find him or whatever? Yeah. And um, uh, in The Godfather's Revenge, they say that no one is really sure who orchestrated the whole killing because they they assumed that Tessio and it was made to look like Tessio and Carlo were victims of like the Barzini's. Hmm. Like this, this was a part of the of the fallout of the war that was going on. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. So, um, which I thought was kind of interesting because that yeah. would make sense for them to try to make it look like someone else. So why does Connie just assume? Like going back to how she found out, why does yeah. she assume that Mikey did have him killed? Because I assume even if even if the Godfather's Revenge isn't canon, they would have made it look like Carlo. They would have tried to cover up for Mikey. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so, yeah, so. very strange. So that's why I, I mean, did someone let it slip was like, was like Connie, like totally in the dark. And then mama was just like, oh, yeah, now that Mikey killed Carlo. Oops. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry, Connie, you can never lose your family, <laughs> even when they're dead. Oh, but wait a minute. I, I still don't understand why. Wait a minute. Well, wait a what minute. incentive does Michael Corleone have to make. Tessio's death look like it was at the hands of Barzini. Doesn't he want to show to everyone around him, hey, I knew this this chump was a traitor, and this is what traitors get? 
same uh, thing for Carlo. Although with Carlo, you have the Connie thing, so maybe you do want to disguise that. Right. Um, I guess maybe so that Tessio's people would be more inclined to, hmm. if they just thought it was just kind of like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. yeah, it's an interesting question. Did you finish the book? Uh, I finished that part of it, but okay. they, they didn't go into any more. Um, so the, the so the first part is takes place in between GF one and GF two, mm-hmm. and the second part takes place before GF one. Oh, okay. It takes place nineteen twenty five to nineteen forty six or whatever. Oh, so you kind of awesome. get the kind of get the uh, um, you know full range of stuff. So it's really interesting reading the book because obviously is. As immersed in the Godfather as we are every week, discussing it every week, you know, obviously these characters really, uh, you know, have taken on a life. So, well, one interesting aspect of it is well, that t- taken on a life, poor choice of words, Alex, <laughs> is that it's a sequel. Uh, obviously, the book is different than the movie, as we've as we might have noticed, but the but Godfather's Revenge seems like it's a sequel to the movie, not the book. Yeah, that's funny. So, uh, yeah. and then Godfather 2 is a screenplay. It yeah. was never a book. Although right. the flashback scenes are in the right. Godfather yeah. book. But um huh. Why is it called The Godfather's Revenge? Uh I don't know. Oh, you haven't gotten to that part yet. Uh no. So, but so um huh. I will, um, I'm reading the book, I'm putting highlights in it, so I figure once I finish it, I can, I'll, I'll share some, some highlights with oh, you yeah, uh, cool. all the time. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so like Fredo, for instance, obviously in the book, he's much more of a beefy, like mm-hmm. a beefy kind of like lunkhead kind of guy, yeah, yeah. whereas the movie, you know, he's, he's a bit more of like a, uh... so one interesting aspect of the movie, I'll, of the book, I'll say, is uh, we learn that Fredo Corleone is having, um... A bit of uh, dalliances with gentlemen on the side. Well, you know, I think we t- we talked about this at some point. Did we? Yeah. Was it in the Godfather wiki? Or maybe well, I'm sure Ome- that Godfather wiki comes from the, the, the these books. Yeah, so, but I so. think we talked about it a few many episodes episodes ago, or maybe it was in Omerta or something. Yeah, maybe. Wow. So, well, uh, Pop would not have approved of that. He's old fashioned. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting book. Um, wow. So, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, getting back to minute 170. Yeah. So I've got a couple notes here. Did yes. you notice the sign at the front of the compound? Which one? The one that says sold by Jenko Land Company? Jenko Land Company. Yeah. What do you make of that? Well, also because we, um, we learn in GF2 that, uh, that I think Clemenza winds up buying it, doesn't he? And then yeah, and then Frankie Five Angels, yeah, and then Frankie Five Angels gets it. So I can only assume that this commercial, uh, what do they say, available for 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 future commercial development. Yeah. I just think that's a, that's some kind of scam that they're like they wanted to sell it at a loss or something. So yeah, they, they right. basically came up. With they're looking that. for every angle, Alex. Yeah, hey, you never uh, you never know. Yeah. You got to we got a real estate guy, right? Yeah. I like yeah, a deal got, like that. we got several real estate guys on the payroll. <laughs> so Connie runs in. She's his, she's hysterical, She's Alex. hysterical. She knocks over a couple of the movers on her way in. Mm-hmm. Ten movers. <laughs> we see ten movers in these two shots. Like, really? You counted them? Ten? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of people moving, yeah. no doubt. And that's just the ones we see. So I can imagine. Well, I guess if you're Michael Corleone, what are you going to do? Cheap out? Yeah. 
I got the impression most of them were FBI agents. Oh, <laughs> trying to get dirt. They're all taking pictures. So Connie runs in. Hysterical. And the first scene you see inside the house yeah. is Kay in a room with a bunch of movers. Yeah. And there's a big old barrel in the middle of this living room. Oh, I didn't notice that. And I'm wondering, what's in what's in the barrel? It sounded like you were doing the cue for the what's in the barrel. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we don't know what's in the barrel. We don't know what's in the barrel. But seriously, go back and watch it. Is it olive oil? Is it wine? Is it a sealed barrel? It looks like it, and it's on its it's on its side, uh, kind of like a like a. So the flat ends are on the bottom and top. Also, like a table. Almost. Yeah, like a tabletop, but it's huge. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it goes up to. Like Kay's chest or waist. Hey, take it easy. That's, that's yeah, it's huge. Uh, so anyway, I was just wondering if um, I didn't find any mention of it. I have to assume that that was a a thing way people, I guess, used to move stuff. Oh, so you think there was stuff in there? Yeah, maybe like pillow. Maybe like uh, they wrapped up dishes and put them in there. Oh, or something. and I don't put know. them in the barrel and then sealed the barrel. Yeah, or whatever. Oh, yeah, I thought you you meant they were moving liquids of some sort. Oh, no. You, you put other <laughs> things in barrel besides liquids. Yeah, I know. I always forget about that. <laughs> I wonder if Paulie's in that barrel. <laughs> well, if he oh. is, we would not see him. Yeah. Oh, Paulie's. Oh, Carlo's in that barrel. <laughs> Connie runs right by him. <laughs> Connie, of course, Michael had nothing to do with it. Look, I'll show you, show you his body. Oh, that's disturbing. She's like sitting on the barrel, totally unaware that her yeah. husband's rotting remains yeah. are right underneath him. The movers are having trouble moving it. She's like, oh, let me help you with that. She's like, <laughs> uh, it just feels like dead weight, you know? <laughs> and Connie goes back to that room. She's crying. She's like, you know, I could still smell his cologne. <laughs> um, I think it, I thought it was really interesting when Connie is accusing Michael yeah. of having Carlo killed. Yeah. The whole time the camera is on Michael. Yeah. I mean, I know that interesting. We never see her face during the, we just no. see his reaction to it. Yeah. And, and FFC does that a bit in the movies mm-hmm. where you don't see the characters faces and the cameras on other characters. Right. Yeah. Uh, G- GF2 was on last yesterday. It was they were alternating GF1 and 2. So I I had to Alex, I had to watch. You had to. You can't I had to. You can't you can never turn off GF2. <laughs> and I noticed in GF2 there were a lot of times where FFC kept the camera on Mikey. on characters that were listening to other characters speak. Yeah. And that, is that common in cinema? I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it, well, you've, I don't know. We'll have to pay more attention to it. And, yeah. And it, it definitely seems like a conscious choice. I mean, the only th- yeah. the first thing I can think of is that we know kind of what Connie's going to look like because she's bawling and screaming. Yeah. But whereas Mikey, like, his reaction is very important and yeah, it's yeah. very unusual and you wouldn't be able to tell what he was doing if they just showed him from the back. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it is interesting that, um, that I also like that Connie um, kind of provides the bookend to the like the opening scene is her wedding and then this mm-hmm. last scene is her accusing her, you know her husband or brother of killing her husband. So, yeah. Uh, so did Carlo have a good life? I think we talked. I don't know if we talked about this yet. Knowing the trajectory and and his lifespan and his experiences, he died young, of course, and a brutal death. But did he live well? Well, I don't know much about him 
prior to marrying into the family. Uh, we know he uh, came from Vegas. Don didn't like him. Don got Don Corleone yeah. didn't like him. Yeah. He gave him a living. <laughs> so I don't know Kennedy. if he was like, was he like uh, raised in poverty and a low level crook? Was he, I don't know enough about him to, I just, I don't know how he earns his money. <laughs> I don't know where, where he, who he is. Set up that clown in a candy store. It's perfect for that clown. <laughs> hey, so, rags, rags. <laughs> You're working with him now. <laughs> Sully rags. Keep Carl away from the drapes. <laughs> the only other, uh, actually, those are all the notes I have, Alex. You know, that's all you the have, notes you I have, have anything as well. else? No, that's you it. Anything else? No, that's it. Oh, yeah, it was kind of a, an odd minute. Hmm. I think. It, it, no, 170. It was an even. even <laughs> yeah, I can't believe there are only seven minutes left, Alex. That's what, crazy. What are we going to do? I don't know. We Have we shared with folks what we're going to do in between GF1 or 2, or are we going to transition directly in? No breaks. What, what are you thinking? Uh, I think we should talk about it in the bonus content. Okay, and maybe let our maybe let our patrons weigh in on whether or not what the, whether they want to break. Well, yeah. of course they're going to say they want us to go right in because they love us. Yeah, I'm thinking that I don't know if Don Corleone would and Michael would approve of us providing all this free content to people. Alex, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I think we can pay him back on Monday. Or, t- or Tuesday? <laughs> well, we have to we have to rate this minute before he closes okay, out. Okay, got, got it. We got to rate. We got to rate it. Okay. Let's see. No Marlon Brando. Movers. Ten movers. Oh my god. What is it? Point three. For, and it kind of goes into explanations. Yeah. She says. She says something like, "Yo, you you waited for Papa to die because he wouldn't. You bested. You bested. <laughs> you waited for Papa to die, and then you had Carla <laughs> killed because you know he wouldn't approve it." <laughs> you, ba- you bastards! All right, I got th- I got uh, I got my th- I got my rating. You bastards can never lose your family. By the way, before we rate it, I when I was watching GF two, you you are sick. You Me? Have, you have twisted so much GF dialogue. Me, to you to your liking. For example, in that scene where Mama says you can never lose your family. <laughs> First of all, she doesn't even say it in English. I know. She says it in Sicilian. And she doesn't say it at all like the way you you say, oh, you can never lose your family. It's not that tone at all. Yeah. She's mourning, mourning. It's very somber. She's all, so enjoy. <laughs> so enjoy your family. <laughs> Don't worry, Michael. You can never lose your family. <laughs> the same way the Yankees lost the World Series in 1919. <laughs> yeah. I returned from Israel because my family would not forward my absentee ballot. <laughs> I'm a retired investor living in a pension. <laughs> After all, I'm not a communist. All right, let's Wait, this. what do you think would have gotten more laughs? Hyman's joke at the airport about, about coming back and voting in the election? Because that's what got the laughs at yeah. the airport. Yeah. Or Barzini's wise-ass crack about not being communist. Which one? Which is funnier? Um, <laughs> I guess the, I guess the Iron Roth one is funnier, but also just the yeah. fact that he would choose to make a joke at that moment is kind of what makes it funny. Yeah. <laughs> he's so like tired. He's, and, like, and, he's like he's, so much sanka. He's, he's, he, like, <laughs> he's clearly. I don't even think he says it as a joke. 
He really says it because at face value, it couldn't be used against him legally, but clearly no one believes it. So it's funny to everyone else. That's why he doesn't laugh. It's not like he says, oh, yeah, I can't wink, wink. I came home and I vote in the absentee ballot. He's just so down. <laughs> so I guess that you're right. That is funny. <laughs> It'd be great if, if Barzini <laughs> said, after all, we're not communists. And and then there was no laughing. Oh. And then it just, <laughs> it, just it just went on. Which could Here, be right, interpreted. Let's do it. You, we'll, we'll just, you do it rules rule play. You just say the line and we'll just leave the silence there. Yeah. Okay. Of course, uh, of course Don Corleone can charge us for such services. After all, we are not communists. <laughs> Uh, Don Corleone, you were saying. <laughs> you should put some echo on that to give it a little, make it sound, make it sound a little. Do it again, oh, this time vacant, for echoey. Like, yeah. like it's more. Uh, okay. Yeah, like an empty room. Go ahead. Like, after all, we're not communists. Communists, communists, communists. <laughs> oh, and they insert a bunch of footage with no talking, just people like staring because there yeah. are there's some footage already of that in the god in that scene <laughs> to oh and to tally's conciliary whispers to him yeah but still just totally quiet <laughs> the, oh Don, i wish i had more Don time hits like, the table yeah. <laughs> yeah. but then nothing all quiet. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is great i wish i had more time in my life i would recut this whole movie there just wasn't enough time <laughs> All right, what do you want to rate Let's this Let's rate it. Here we go. Ready? Yeah, I got mine. One, two, three. three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, three. Connie is, is hysterical, and it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Do you know the, you know the term hysterical is, was, is designed as a sexist insult? Really? Yeah. Or, where does that come from? Because uh, the, the, you know, when a woman has her uterus removed, it's called a hysterectomy. Uh, uh. So it has the same root as hysterical, meaning like, oh, yeah. this woman is behaving in a rational way. She clearly like, is. I, my diagnosis is that she is hysterical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because her uterus is making her act crazy. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't have to do with a hysterectomy. It's no, just no, no, related I'm just to saying being a woman. So when we're saying yeah, Connie is being hysterical, that's yeah. that's especially interesting. Like, I never so. thought about that. You don't really yeah. hear that much anymore, do you? Hysterical. Um, uh, I think you more hear it in like laughing, like "Oh my god, that was hysterical." Yeah, not so much as panic, like fear. Yeah, yeah. So, Hyster- um, oh yeah, that joke was hysterical. Yeah, huh. that joke about the woman's uterus—that was hysterical. That was hysterical. Um, hey, speaking of giveaways, um, oh yeah, you had, uh, you asked me to remind you about some book giveaway. Yeah. Well, in the bonus content, we're going to talk about a book giveaway. Yeah, we're doing, Alex, so. You can never give away your books. <laughs> so, uh, if you're interested in that, go to godfatherminute.com slash support and become a, one of our Patreon supporters and find out what this mystery book we're giving away is. Wow. I don't know anything about this. You don't I'm in, know anything I'm intrigued. about it. You don't know how I make my money. I'm intrigued, Alex. So uh, until next time. You, you lousy, lousy 